welcome to For the Record, our bi-weekly show in which we take one recently released album and discuss it in depth. You can listen to us every other Thursday at 9.30 a.m. on BFF.fm or subscribe to the podcast at For the Record Podcast, all one word, dot com. This week we're talking about the second album from a London four-piece called The Big Moon. It's called Walking Like We Do, and it starts out with a song called It's Easy Then. this first song as a upbeat light-hearted millennial anxiety anthem it's just all about going through life feeling overwhelmed like something's going to go wrong at any instant and yet persevering and it's very charming the lead singer and main songwriter in this band juliet jackson is 29 years old and she she's kind of decided to make a departure from their first album, which was nominated for a Mercury Prize and which was much more guitar rocky. And this is a much more synth influence album, more poppy, but I think it really captures the feeling of being 29 in a world where things are falling apart. And in the UK, just like in the US, things are not going well and the future looks pretty dark. And I feel like this, this album is an attempt to capture how you cheer yourself up and give yourself a pep talk in that environment. Yeah, somehow anticipating a trapdoor opening up and swallowing you up sounds triumphant in their hands. And I do really appreciate the balance between the very kind of clean piano sound. And then there's also, I think the drummer plays trumpet later in the song so there's a very organic vibe even as we hear that kind of arpeggiator and these weird low synth bass and it's i think really well balanced between those and so it's i think impressive that you know they're young and throwing everything at the wall and i feel like it doesn't come out as a mess here at least on this first track and i think we'll see them go in a bunch of different directions so We'll hear, I think, a slight tweak to the sound on the next track. It's called Your Light.
read a review of this record that I think puts it really well, which is that it rewards repeated listens, but doesn't expect them. Like you can enjoy these songs on first listen, but the more you listen to them, especially with headphones, the more enjoyable they get. And I particularly love her lyrics. There's a lot of cleverness. And this song in particular, there's a lot of really cute lyrics in it. Like we just hang around like a haircut growing out. The planet never needed gravity to drag you down. I appreciate the cleverness. I appreciate that they're not afraid of near rhymes. And it's, I think, a through line where there's lots of the most clever couplets in this in the songs on this album are close enough. And the the material and the spirit there is so strong. I just musically, this thing is so self-assured with this great steady beat. It's so poppy and energetic. It's you know, almost danceable, even as it's this kind of meditation on finding hope in a hopeless world. And, you know, not, it doesn't seem like that's a pop song subject and yet it works. And yet I call, I call it a pop song. And then structurally though, there's so many different parts shoving in here. Cause it's like, there's this pre-chorus and then the chorus and then a, La 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 la, but with that repeated refrain of and remember your light, remember your light, which keeps coming up again in these different contexts. And it, I think, continues that trend also of like it's very synthy heavy. And I like these little kind of do these kind of doodle sounds yeah. and this kind of yeah, and it just sounds super artificial. And then in the bridge goes into a very just guitar bass kind of traditional rock sound. And it does a good job of establishing the contrast between the different parts of the song and this is a pretty long song it's about like five minutes Mm -hmm. and yet it feels it just goes by like Mm -hmm. nothing because there's so much inventiveness and it feels so easy and not forced Mm -hmm. it's really impressive Mm -hmm. so the next song we'll play is another one that i think is just a lot going on but fast and catchy and somehow comes across as poppy it's called don't think songs that are i think searching for the profound and finding meaning in a tough world i find it refreshing this song that is as far as i can tell it's just about sometimes you gotta go out and have a good time and celebrate that you're young once and this is just like an a party anthem in such a there's you know the hints of darkness and yet fundamentally it's it's transcendent if done right 
And yeah. so it's very it's very sweet and it it's charming. It's very minor key, but it's got that sort of disco beat and the good bass line and it's very danceable. Yeah, well but, but what I also love about this though is it starts off super synthetic where these drum sounds are very you know, clearly just like these a couple of different drum machine beats mm-hmm. that are so crazy, like yeah, no human is doing that, and it's very synth based. And then the plate the bit we hear here, it's the second verse, and there start to be these kind of guitar sounds that feel very throwbacky. Like I get this kind of surf guitar or almost like spaghetti western vibe with this twanginess that is unexpected. And so I love that it starts off as this sort of ice queen dance jam at the beginning and then it turns into this rockier thing we hear the beginning of that uh bridge where there's these hand claps which are the opposite of the drum sounds we've heard so far and then the there's the wonderful thing where we have a chorus and this sort of after the chorus that are quiet and and soaring and then those kind of combine together at the end and it's this triumphant outro and the where i think the vocals are very kind of constrained and cool at the beginning and it's got the kind of metric like too cool for school thing Mm -hmm. at the beginning and at the end it's almost like this the uh musical theater drama i got a lot of like sabrina ellis from a giant dog Mm -hmm. and sweet spirit where she's able to really belt it out with Mm -hmm. this kind of theatricality and i got that vibe and i was you don't expect that coming into the song and so i love that it takes us on this journey even in a simple go out and have fun partying with your mates kind of song Oh, I can't add anything more to that. So we'll play the next song, which is called Waves. Wonder why you left without a key. I think it might be something to do with me. Thought I felt your presence, but it was only the silence rolling in just like a fog. I only saw the differences, I didn't see the change. I thought that you would soon be back and things would be the same I never saw the tide coming, I only saw the waves I thought that you would soon be back and things would be the same You had me going for a minute there You had me going for a minute there You had me going for a minute there You had me another song where i just love the lyrics i the idea of being blindsided by the end of a relationship and the the chorus is i never saw the tide come in i only saw the waves which is such a great way to capture that yeah that that certain kind of obliviousness that i think everyone is capable of at different times in our lives and i guess as a young person maybe a little easier not to see the signs and we cut off there where that the I don't know if you call it the bridge or the outro where it starts to ramp up. And I think that's a great example of how there are so many layers to the production, but it never feels on this record, but it never feels fussy. Like I think it, it goes together really well. And I like the way that at the end of the song, they just keep layering on the additional instruments and voices. And I I think it, it's, Uh, it's a good explanation that the producer of this album is Ben Allen, who's worked with Animal Collective and Gnarls Barkley, who both, 
you know, artists who have a lot of production layering and a lot of dense textures in the records. Yeah, I, I love, though, that the first, you know, verse, chorus, verse, chorus, it's structurally simple and it's just piano and then these vocal harmonies where I think it's three of the four members of the band are all singing. And so it's got this wonderful kind of choir with which we hear going into the end where then the backing vocals become louder in the mix as all of the other sounds ramp up. But I love that it's so this kind of just very simple little ditty up until this, you have heavy going for a minute there where this, you still in denial at the, to the end and it just keeps building and building like, Nope, everything's fine. You have me going. I knew you're coming back. And that is, there's no resolution. It's kind of amazing. That's interesting that that's how you took it. Cause I, I read it as you had me going for a minute there as in like you, I thought that this was a real relationship. So you could, t- you could take it either way. Yours is more hopeful. So I'm going to stick with yours, <laughs> I guess. Uh, but I do like that, you know, she keeps saying like, I guess she did sing. I thought that, and now clearly she thinks better. So I, I went to the bad place and you went to the good place. So thank you. No, it's it's very charming and kind of right here in the middle of the album. It's a nice kind of palate cleanser sonically and this sort of very charming breakup take on the breakup song. Yeah. So the next song we'll play goes in a totally different direction and a very fun one. It's called Holy Roller. song because I think it is the best example of what Juliet Jackson is doing really well here which is taking a dark look at her potential future but doing it in a way that's not complainy or sad it's almost light and kind of cynical in a funny way it's like you know we don't have anything to believe in so I'm just gonna start my own religion and it'll be really goofy and just something to believe in yeah, and it, it's the funniest song, even as it's the darkest song. Mm-hmm. And the, it does have that, uh, the repeating refrain, but isn't anyone or you've been freaking out? And then it's like, well, yeah, that makes sense because this world is crazy, especially for a woman where I think I'll, there's a lot of talk about sort of the unrealistic expectations or the beauty standards on the one hand and the fact that everything you say and do will follow you forever on the internet, which again, we're the... Like Gen-, Gen Xers were the last generation who lived any chunk of our adulthood without <laughs> that sort of like everything being recorded. And yeah. as millennials, every single thing they've done has been 
in yeah, that world, the, which I can only imagine. The 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 lyrics are: "Our paradise is golden lit, like porno sites and contour kits. Our data trail is long. We'll, we'll never die. We'll linger on." And that's a great lyric too. Yeah, and yet it's mixed with this groovy bass and then the xylophone, and she also plays some light flute. Uh, which just makes it feel very fun and silly, even though it's a little bit the the it's very minor key. Yeah, it's the modern world anxiety, and yet I think this is it was it's a nice contrast with the earlier song "Waves," which was felt very natural but very stripped down. And this, you know, obviously there's synths in there, but it feels more organic, mm-hmm. and it feels like there's more sort of real instruments even as it's as layered and sort of produced a track as any on the album. Mm -hmm. And it's, you know, I I think I've been saying, oh, this new song sounds different. Well, one of the things I'm so impressed by this band is how many different styles they're able to inhabit and make their own. And it doesn't feel like they're just, oh, we're goofing off. Like, no, we can do all of these different things really effectively. Yeah, it feels cohesive and the sound is consistent but there are so many different styles and it shows a lot of versatility especially yeah. for a second album yeah i mean i, I said the the re-listenability of the album is amazing because you're not going to get bored yeah and the fact that this was also a significant departure from the sound on their first album so it's really showing that they're pushing themselves which is great to see yeah. so after this funny track we go to the next song it's called take a piece maybe a slider song on the album it has this silly little piano figure that then gets recapitulated in the bass and it's cutesy and it seems like it's heading towards being sort of cute happy romantic song and then i love that then the last line of the chorus completely undercuts everything that came before and just like oh let me give everything to you because i need you more than i need me and it's <laughs> like ah that's kind of a scary message and i love that tricking you into not being ready for that bit of darkness. (laughs) The video for the song is it's jokey as like a pop song, sort of Spice Girls sort of video where they're doing these coordinated dances, but it's not, it doesn't seem completely earnest. And that's how the song sounds to me. It's a little like too poppy, but, but charming. And I think the organic nature of her voice is what keeps these songs from getting too, plastic yeah there's a tremendous warmth here even though i i find yeah much the song is like cloying but i think that's kind of by design to give you this bait and switch 
and then you have this kind of cutesiness and then it gets this kind of real rock guitar at the other end is like so the the light and the dark balanced like that and it is yeah i think i I think there the song is or this album is full of some really ambitious songs and i think this one's sort of a more of a cute little like i had a funny idea and threw it in there and so it's a night it's nice to have that in the mix but i think not none of the ones i'm excited to go back to and so let's go to the next song it's called which which is my favorite on this record it's called barcelona not just because it's so catchy and I love the shuffling beat but it's so relatable in the way that it's about being in that point in life where you're seeing you're having to say goodbye to friends because either they're dropping out and having babies or they're doing exciting things like moving to Barcelona or becoming a Bitcoin millionaire but either way it's your circumstances are changing in a way that you you're you might be happy with your life but you're having to let go of those relationships a little bit and it's a mixed there are mixed feelings about it yeah interlaced with you know millennial anxiety that it's like oh the only way you could even afford to get a house and have a kid is if you have some crazy gamble that pays off like Mm -hmm. having bitcoin apparently (laughs) and yeah that it's it's yeah it's sort of the i'm not angry i just let me let me be sad yeah here. and and, and like i want to toast to your life but also recognizing that it's a loss for me yeah and so it's it's so pretty and has a wonderful lightness to it even as it's its bones are sad bones yeah but it's i feel like it's it's another example of these songs that are sort of about sad or anxiety producing subjects but aren't self-pitying they're just they've got a really light feeling to them and it's sort of a detachment that i think is capturing kind of that feeling of being in that generation of you have to just let go a little bit because things are so dark that you can't just wallow in it yeah they hold their heads high and deliver us yeah a song that you love and I, I'm growing. I, I didn't think it was the first one to grab my attention, but the more I listen, it does ha- have a lot to offer. So coming from this into the tail end of the album, we hear the closest thing to a title track there is, and also with the penultimate song. It's called A Hundred Ways to Land. I want to forget everything I know. 
I don't know if it's intentional, but this song reminds me so much of Road to Nowhere by the Talking Heads with that kind of grandiosity of like, we know where we're going, but we don't know where we've been. We're, we're just give us time to work it out. And like it's that attitude, which is those are the lyrics from Road to Nowhere of, you know, we don't know where we're going, but we're walking like we do. And just like we don't know what's happening, but we're excited to like just pull ourselves by up by our bootstraps and go forward and it's got the triumphant horns and everything and it really felt to me like this should have been the grand finale of the record although it isn't yeah it's an interesting choice and obviously sequencing the album is is always fun uh decision process but uh i'm glad at least that by talking about them in rec in order we'll be able to talk about this one last because it is so i think encapsulate so many of the themes of the album about just carrying on and finding inspiration in dark times and you know if you just fake it till you make it sometimes that's gonna work and sometimes that's all you can do and i, I just love that yeah that the the leaves fall off the tree but the tree isn't dead and that another one of those near rhymes of dead and land but it's just like <laughs> yeah that's like you 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 your leaves fall but mm-hmm. you yourself you grow new leaves there's and you fall over you get up and so there you know metaphors a little mixed up but it is that it is hopeful and sonically i love this sort of uh in so many ways this kind of 60s girl group throwback except with again the production and then the percussion is yeah, so kind of dense beats. and yeah so it it feels very of today even as it's this throwback to five decades ago yeah, and the the different what I assume are synth instruments, but I don't know. There's the horns, and then you've also got guitars and a lot of little weird technical flourishes that just add a lot of depth to the sound. It well, feels like it's a whole orchestra, and you've got yeah. all the vocals. Well, if, if you look at the credits, there's like multiple people credited right. as horns, as uh-huh. well as I think the drummer also plays trumpet. Ah. So they got a real horn section, and it shows, and it has a real heft to it, and it's so joyful and I think it's uh, it's a, a high point on the album which has a lot of high points this was not a band I was familiar with 
at all. I didn't hear their first mm-hmm. album. I'm kind of curious now to go back and check it out, see how it's different. But mm-hmm. this is a remarkable sophomore effort. Yeah, it's not, I think, one that I would have picked out because I hadn't heard of them before either. But in January, the pickings are a little bit slim. So we were looking for new music in 2020. And this is one of the ones that stood out. And the more I listened to it, the more I liked it. And that's always, I think, the 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 sign of a good album is yeah. that you don't get tired of it and you enjoy it more with each listen. Yeah, for sure. An impressive way to start 2020. And here's to more good new music. So... We'll go out on the lo- the last song, which is called ADHD. And you've been listening to For the Record. We've been discussing the band The Big Moon and their second album, Walking Like We Do. Thanks so much for listening. I, I found a way to think better than I did when I was jumping upstream as a teenager. One thing